Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Episode number 286, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Sunday going? How the hell was your week? I'm drinking my chilled white Russian made with real coffee this week. Um, I had the presence of mind to actually put it in the freezer. Got a little frost going on the mug, so it's going to go down smooth. It's going to go down quick. If you got them, drink them bottoms up. Cheers, everybody. I had a dilemma. It's actually cool out here today, um, which is weird to say in Texas in July. Um, We had a rainstorm last night. I guess that's what cooled it off, and it's not quite humid yet. It's kind of overcast today, a little gloomy, which I appreciate. It's, It's better to walk outside gloomy than blistering hot like it has been the last, I don't know, month. Um, But I had a crisis at like 3 in the morning this morning. I didn't know it was going to rain. I woke up, it's like 3 in the morning, and I hear that, I mean, it's pouring down. Like, it's coming down hard, and I'm like, oh my god. And I'm thinking this kind of, you know, in a daze, half asleep, half awake. I'm like, when I got home yesterday... Did I roll up my windows or did I leave them cracked because of the intense heat, the extreme heat? Um, and I laid there in bed and, and I, you know, I could have got up to see, you know, what do I do? Get up. This is what I was thinking. <laughs> Get up. If my windows are down, it's pouring down rain. I'm going to have to run out to the car, you know, start the car, run, roll the windows up, run back inside. I'll be fucking soaking wet. I mean, my, <clears throat> my sleep is over at that point. If you run out in freezing cold rain at three in the morning, you're done sleeping, I think. Um, or my other option was to lay there and be miserable and think about it and keep waking myself up <laughs> thinking I'm going to come out and it's going to be like a fucking aquarium in my car. You know, it actually, the you know, having the windows cracked helped the water get in and also not get out. <laughs> it filled all the way up to the top, you know. Uh, luckily, I did. Even though it was brutally hot yesterday, I did roll up my windows when I got home, so I didn't have to. But it's just an uncomfortable sleep. Once you get to that point of, like, did I do something or not? You know? Um, And it happens when you're awake. You know, at work, too, it's like, did I shut the garage door or not? (laughs) You know? So it kind of ruins your workday a little bit. You're, like, thinking about it all day. I got to get home. I got, you know, is there a neighbor I can call to check? You know, something. Do I have a family member close? They could run by and see for me because I can't leave work. It'll just kind of ruin your day a little bit. You know, not completely. It won't be miserable, but it's just on your mind in the back of your mind. Chris, you seem distracted today. Yeah, I'm a little distracted. I don't know if all, you know, if I did my normal routine and closed my garage or if people are just (laughs) loading out all my shit via the garage, you know? That's a perfect cover. Neighbor comes up. Hey, what are you doing? Where's Chris? I don't see him. Why are you moving his stuff out? Oh, he paid us to move. He's moving. Oh, he didn't say anything to me. Oh, yeah, he's moving. And then all your shit's gone. You get home. That's tragic. Um. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, I didn't. I didn't wake up to disaster. I. Uh, and it actually benefited me. It's nice and cool. Like I said, I th- I'm thankful. You don't know how many weeks I come out here, guys, and I I sweat my fucking ass off. 
in this car. And it's like, oh, well, why don't you turn on the AC in your car while you do it? And it just, it doesn't work. You know, all you hear in the background is the AC running. Every time I stop talking, you just hear something in the background. This is a nice, peaceful, listen how quiet it is when I stop talking. That's absolutely, aside from the tight sound that it gives me, tight, full sound that it gives me, that's absolutely why I, I podcast in here. It's perfect. And it's kind of a play on the whole little don't drink and drive thing, you know? <coughs> Excuse me. Jesus. Uh, anyways, I'm going to take another drink. Cheers, everybody. Um, what did we get into this weekend, man? We got into some UFC. We got a little baseball going. I actually don't know who won the Angels-Astros game last night. I know the Astros beat them in game one. I don't know who won last night. Angels had the lead, but it's also the Angels, so you just never know. But we're going to look into all of that, UFC. Um, what else? Do I have a video of the week this week? Oh, God, yes. Oh, let, let me just go ahead and get the video of the week out of the way, okay? Uh, this was amazing. This was a fight video, believe it or not. And uh, so I, I have to assume the woman that won this match is Russian. I'm just going to assume. It just seems like Russian women are just the type to go box, you know what I mean? And it doesn't it doesn't affect them. They don't give a shit. They're tough. <coughs> You know, that's what happens when you give birth in the middle of a frozen wasteland uh, by yourself. That's how all Russian babies are born. You have to go out by yourself in the middle of nowhere to have your child just to prove your toughness. If you don't make it back, you, you didn't make the cut. If you make it back with your child, you know, you're all right by us. You're not even really that good, you know. Uh, so anyways, video of the week. <clears throat> a Russian woman uh, goes to decision. They're all standing in the ring. Or actually, I don't know if she TKO'd her or not. But either way, Russian woman wins. And they call her name. And you've seen fighters do this before. The emotion just builds up. You know, whatever's on their mind or has been on their mind. You know, I just lost a parent. Or, you know, I've worked for so long at this. And I finally won the belt. You know, whatever the emotions just start to to pile up, and I've never seen any any woman do this before. I guess in soccer you did; it just wasn't to the same extreme. But, anyways, they announce her name. They announce that she's won the match, and I'm guessing she becomes champion. And uh, she starts crying in the ring. You know, they got to do the interview. They haven't got there yet. They announce her name. She starts crying. And then this woman decides to, she has like a sports bra on. She decides to lift her sports bra while she's crying. And she just screams while she's showing her tits. She just lifts, lifts up her sports bra. She goes, Aah! It was fucking, I was like, what the fuck? That's the ultimate. I don't get it. Like, could you imagine? There's just different sets of rules for men and women. That's why I get so jealous of women all the time. You just get a different set of rules. <laughs> what was I talking to the one girl about? The fucking passport. That's what it was. She was going to Canada, and she was going with her family. <clears throat> 
and she accidentally for you know they had to travel whatever how however many hours um to get you know to the border or whatever they uh, they drove so they get to the border maybe it wasn't Canada yeah it was Canada I thought, I'm pretty sure she said Canada anyways she forgot her passport the rest of her family didn't and they still let her in the country they still let her, and I told her straight up, I'm like, there's no way they would ever do that for a man. If it was your dad who forgot his password, they'd be like, sorry, sir, you're not coming in this fucking country. Go get your passport. Drive all the fucking way back. But the fact that she's a woman, and she probably started crying, no offense, you know, how emotions can be. Forget your passport, you start crying, you win the world championship, you start crying. You're happy, you cry. You're sad, you cry. <laughs> I'm not hating. I'm, I'm being silly. But I, I, I'm also being serious. That would never happen to me. There is no way I would ever go to a border. I mean, I guess Mexico. They're like, yeah, get in there, dude. You're not going to you're not gonna like it. But go ahead. Go and get, get in there. <laughs> See what you think. Um, <clears throat> there's no way they would let me in without a fucking passport. And I'm convinced to this day, she said her dad works some kind of magic, whatever. I don't believe it. I, to this day, I'm convinced it's just because she's female. There's no way a man could do that. And it's the same fucking thing. It was like kind of funny and acceptable that this lady whips out her titties after winning a champion. Could you imagine if <laughs> Roy Jones Jr.? Won the fucking championship and pulled his goddamn <laughs> his boxing trunks down in front of everybody. Could you imagine the shit storm that would ensue afterwards? That's not acceptable. <laughs> that fucking I love Mark Norman, dude. That's why this is seeping into my brain now. What did he say? He's like, it's like it's always amazing seeing a boob in the wild. It's like boob at home. You know, you see a naked boob at home, good. You see a naked boob on the train, also good. You see a penis at home, good. You see a penis on the train, somebody call the cops. You know, it's that same fucking thing. There's just different goddamn standards. Uh, it's a little irritating, man. There's no way they would let my ass in the country without a passport. There's just not. I, I could do it right now and prove it. And I promise you, they would. You think they're gonna let me by myself just come in the country with that? Ah, well, I forgot it at home. Oh, you seem like a good shit, sir. Come on in. I'm sure you'll be up to, you know, only wholesome things, only wholesome events. You know. Uh, anyways, I, it just—it's uh, fucking hilarious. That's my video of the week. Cheers to that woman for for her passion. <laughs> I'm just sitting around like, God, I love boxing. It's like, that has nothing to do with boxing. Um, uh, moving on to another fight sport, UFC. Um, they're all videos of the week. Each fight was a video of the week. I did watch some UFC, man. Highly entertaining. Great fights. I didn't see every fight, as I always do. I start doing shit. I start missing fights. And I, you know, running back through the house. All, all it takes is for the announcer to go, Oh! And you start come fucking running through the house like, what did I miss? No. I just had to change the laundry over. Like, damn, I've been watching for two hours and nothing happened. 
And the second I step away, someone's getting knocked down, and I miss the live, live action of it happening. But um, luckily, there's replay. Uh, lots of good fights, man. Uh, UFC 77 Vegas. I guess it's just every other one where there's a crowd. And then the next UFC event, there's... And, and I don't understand, too, how they're numbering these. This was UFC 77 Vegas. Let's look at last week's notes. Well, there's absolutely nothing in there, so I don't know what to tell you on that one. What was last week's fucking UFC, man? Wasn't it also a Las Vegas UFC? But last time it was like two, I don't know, 76 or something. And this time, I don't understand how they're numbering them. I don't get it. We were in the 200s and now all of a sudden we're at 77 again. In the same city. Both Las Vegas. I don't get how they're numbering them. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, no people there. So last time, last weekend I watched, tons of people. Good crowd interaction. This time, no crowd. No interaction, and I gotta tell you, man, it, it kind of made things worse. So there was a particular fight uh, between a woman named Dudikov and another woman named Nunez. Not Amanda Nunez. Her name is um, Estela Nunez. Um, <clears throat> dude, it was it was fucking brutal. So if you didn't see the fight, Dudikov, you know, throwing throwing punches. At Nunez, Nunez throwing punches back. Dudikoff decides to shoot, grabs Nunez around the waist, lifts her up, goes to slam her down. And Nunez, you know, in a natural human reaction, if you're falling to the ground, you put your arms out, right? Well, her arm got trapped underneath her, and just, I mean, I, there's, I mean, it's, I mean, it's just going the wrong way. Uh, just think Romo laying face down <laughs> on the fucking 50-yard line, but his fucking toe on one of his le toes on one of his feet are pointed toward the sky. I mean, it was that fucking graphic, dude. And, and the thing that made it worse was having no crowd. Because, you know, when, when something like that happens and there's a huge crowd, I mean, people just, there's clamoring, there's, you know, whatever... Um, <clears throat> whatever you want to call it, people just in shock of what just happened, or yeah, I just won however much money because that other fighter lost, whatever, whatever, the, or I just lost all that fucking money, my wife's gonna kill me. Um, whatever the case may be, there's just noise, okay? That's all I'm trying to say. There's just noise. And in this event, UFC 77 Vegas, after when that lady fell on her arm, Nunez fell on her fucking arm, and it was twisted, broken, the wrong fucking way. Dude, it was awful, because, like, throughout the stadium, all you can hear is Nunez just screaming in fucking agony. It was, it was on the verge of traumatizing. I'm not even joking. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not making fun of her for the way she's screaming. Don't think that whenever I'm saying this. This isn't to try to make someone, oh, she got hurt. It's fucking funny. It's it's not funny. It's brutal. It was disgusting to look at. It, it, it made my balls feel like they were in my fucking throat. You know what I mean? Like, it was that kind of injury. But all you could hear is just her going, ah, ah. I mean, dude, it was bad. 
It was bad. And I've never, you know, other than not being as into it, <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is silly in comparison. Like, well, that's what I was saying last week. I'm like, oh, well, you know, when there's no crowd, it's just hard to get into it. And da, da, da. Well, I didn't even think about this part of it. When someone gets seriously injured in that octagon where they're trying to hurt each other and there's no crowd, I didn't even think about this level of fuckery. I mean, it was awful. Like I said, borderline traumatizing to have to listen and watch that woman laying there screaming in pain. You know, I've listened to women give birth before. I have three children. I witnessed all three of them come out. It's just not even the same. There's a fucking epidural. You know, there's all kinds of cool shit you can get to, you know, make the pain go away. Even if you decide to tough it out. No, that's not true. I was going to say, I've never heard women scream like that giving birth. That's not true. <laughs> it's not true at all. It's not true at all. So comparison over. I remember when my daughter gave birth, there was a lady fucking two doors down in the fucking hospital. I mean, it's it's like, are you giving birth to a fucking baby bear? Like she was just, I mean, I know it doesn't feel good. I don't know, but I can assume it doesn't feel good. <laughs> that lady was going going nuts. Um, I mean, you could hear her throughout the hospital. Her, you know, screams of pain uh, from giving birth. But yeah, I mean, that's different. You have something else attached to it, you know. That's a beautiful new life. And it was all worth it. And I did so good for nine months. And I grew you just right. And I mean, there's something beautiful at the end of the road of it. Just sitting there fucking into your living room. And just Nunez fucking screaming bloody murder is not. Uh, it's a vibe killer. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, and I hope she gets better. I'm not talking shit on her. God bless you. For what happens here. I hope you have a speedy recovery. I hope that never fucking happens to you again. Um, it, it was awful. It was just completely awful. Let's take another drink. And my other thing I've been talking about. Uh, the gloves they're using in UFC. It's, it's just going to keep being an issue. Every time I come on here and I talk about UFC. The eye pokes man. The eye pokes are just. What if they had hockey gloves? Not specifically hockey gloves. <laughs> Not specifically, but you know, like how on a hockey glove, the fingers are fucking independent. You know, there's more padding on them in case they get hit by a puck, whatever. What if you took out that padding? Well, I think you're just talking about work gloves, Chris. At this point, you want the fighters to fight in work gloves. <laughs> Go to Home Depot. Get a fucking pair for six bucks. There you go. UFC gloves for life. Get the leather ones. Um, and, and the eye pokes, even if you have the independent finger gloves, they're still going to happen. But it just seems like it's not going to be as bad. It can't go as deep. How many fights were stopped yesterday because of eye poke? I want to say three to four. That's prelims and main event card included. But that's still, like, think about it. If each fighter gets to take five minutes per eye poke, and you got fucking, sit, that's 30 minutes gone. Using the art of math, <laughs> that's 30 minutes out of the UFC event just gone. And then you take into account low blows. Which, you know, 
You could make the argument. I'm, I'm saying all this stuff about the gloves and the, the eye gouging. You'll never get rid of the low blows. It's just kind of, you know, kind of part of the game. And you could say the same thing for eye gouging, but I just think there's more work that can be done with the hands. I mean, you can't move your nuts anywhere. You already got a cup protecting them as much as possible. There's not really much more you can do other than that. We've done the best. I think that's the best technology humans can provide for a penis, <laughs> you know, or or balls and balls, not or and. Um, but uh, as far as the gloves are concerned, man, uh, there's got to be some technology we can do to help uh, limit the amount of fucking just dead time. You know, injury time, as they would call it in soccer or football, whatever. Eliminate that time, man. It just kills kills the momentum. Uh, not just for the crowd. I'm not just speaking for the crowd. And, and one of the, uh, I think it was Cormier, spoke to this last night. The, the momentum a fighter feels. You can be winning a fight, accidentally eye-gouge someone, and that changes the fight. And you end up losing the fight because the momentum's gone or whatever you had going is gone. You know, you had your opponent in this certain state of mind of doing these certain movements that was eventually going to get them caught and knocked out or tapped out or something. And, and the, you, you stop the fight and those don't happen anymore. You got to build your way back up to it. Well, maybe things happen differently this time. You know, they get rest. You get rest. It's just it's not good. You know, and I don't know the solution. I'm not going to pretend I know the solution, but there's got to be something. Um. It kills the momentum, and it's just, I mean, just imagine being on a good career path in UFC. You've worked your whole fucking life, and an eye gouge just, like, takes your eye away. You'll never be the fucking same, and it's not fair. You know, it's not a street fight. It's a regulated referee federation fight, you know what I mean? Um... So hopefully, I mean, I'm not bitching to the fact of, like, I'm not going to watch UFC until they fade. No, I'm not saying that. I'm still going to watch, but it is a problem, and I think everybody knows it's a problem. You know, you got, you got to do something with the fucking gloves. Uh, let's take another drink. Cheers, everybody. Oh, okay. I do actually have another video of the week, and I forgot about it until now because it's under my UFC category. In my notes, uh, Dumont versus Chandler, uh, <laughs> creating one of the best UFC highlights I've never seen. It had the broadcast laughing. I was on my couch in fucking stitches laughing. I've never seen a fighter do this before. And it was so fucking funny. Hold on. Give me one second. <coughs> I don't know what the deal is. Why I keep coughing today? Um, <clears throat> So Dumont, by the way, good lord, I Dumont has some heavy ass fucking hands, dude. Like, obviously, like I said, there's no crowd. You can hear the punches a lot better, but when she's hitting Chandler, like I can almost like feel the thump through my TV. Like she's hitting this bitch fucking hard, bro. Like, and I'm not saying women don't know how to punch. They obviously do. But she's a different level of woman punching. Like, she hits fucking hard. Anyway, she catches uh, Chandler. Dumont catches Chandler with a fucking uh, three-punch three combination, I believe. And I've never seen anyone do this before. And it was it's already a fucking gif, everybody. 
uh, Chandler decides to turn her back to her opponent, which you should never do. They'll teach you. That's that's fighting 101. Not even UFC. That's boxing. That's taekwondo. That's fucking karate. It doesn't name a fucking fighting style. Never turn your back to your opponent. That's number one. Fighting 101. Well, not Chandler. She got hit with that three-piece, and she turned her back to Dumas. Or I'm sorry, Dumont. It's from that old commercial, Dumas. Uh, she turned her back to Dumont and ran across the octagon like she was about to jump out of the octagon and be done with the fight. She sprinted across the octagon. She was like, pop, 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 and then she turned her back and she fucking ran. And what made it even more funny was Dumont thinking she had her hurt and she's about to get her out of there, chased after her through the octagon, which was fucking hilarious. I mean, dude, the announcers... We're cracking up. I was on my couch. I couldn't fucking breathe. I've never seen that before. It was one of the funny. I retweeted it if you want to follow me at Drinking Till You on Twitter. I retweeted It's one of the funniest fucking UFC. She's like turned into a little kid for half a second. She's like, pop, pop, pop. She's like, ah, I'm out of here. Oh, dude, it was so funny. You're going to see that replay over and over. People are going to use that, <clears throat> that gif, and I say gif, over and over. The, you know, me... Uh, me at 4.30 at work, you know, whatever, however they're going to use it, and I can see all the fucking, all the play on words or, you know, funny shit people are going to post anyway, um, that was one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen, and, uh, and like I said, I think it has to do with the fact that Dumont can throw so fucking heavy, like, when she hit her with those three punches, dude, I mean, it echoed throughout the fucking stadium. Like, you thought she was going out. And just the way she ran away from her. I mean, it turned into a good fight, you know, after that point. It was just really fucking funny. And uh, she didn't do it again the rest of the fight. It never happened again. And she actually, um, Chandler actually kind of built a better fight after that point. Like, it was sort of cringy and embarrassing in the moment. Um, <clears throat> but Chandler actually had a really good fight after that. You know, she stuck with it. Um, I'm pretty sure Dumont ended up pulling that one out. So, uh, I just have a thing for Dumont, man. I, uh, I'm, I'm normally not in, into women that are, you know, muscular and she's not like jacked or anything. She's not like fucking, I don't know who to compare her to, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, she's not like that. She's not ripped. But, you know, I mean, she's got some fucking muscle on her. She's got, you know, her, her fucking shoulder muscles are pretty, pretty big. Her, her biceps are pretty big. I, and I'm normally just, you know, not to say I'm repulsed by that. I'm just not attracted to it, you know, but there's something, there's two, two cakes on Dumont that makes me change my mind, dude. She's carrying around a fucking dump truck back there. It's hard to watch. It's a weird thing for me. I, I'm, I'm going to call it now. UFC women's division is going to blow up. I don't know whether to be turned on or fucking root for my fighter, dude. It's like, it's kind of cool. It's something, you know, it's like I didn't expect to experience watching women's UFC, but you get one in there that you're attracted to. And it becomes a different thing. I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to think right now. Like, I've, Dumont is fucking hot to me. She's fucking hot. And it's mostly, I mean, that fucking donk she's carrying, that fucking caboose 
she's carrying around on her. That thing is giant, bro. But it's not giant in the way of, like, you know, she doesn't work on it. Obviously, she goes to the fucking gym. I mean, that thing is just solid. It's amazing. It's it's probably the greatest ass I've ever seen. And I'm not saying, Dumont, if you ever hear this, I'm not saying that to degrade you. Norma Dumont, that's her name. Norma. Oh, Norma. I'm not saying any of this to degrade you. I know I'm being gross, and I apologize, but I can't help it. I can't help that I like what I see, honey. Uh, if you, you know, you ever want to hang out with a guy who does a podcast every week by himself, I'm here, you know? I'm sure she's fucking married. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, she's fucking, she's hot to me. I can't help it. And like I said, it's weird because I'm normally not into the, you know, the muscular type. I like the, the, the petite, you know, dainty, you know, whatever, 5'4". I was going to say a hair color, but it really doesn't matter. I like them all. Red, blonde, brunette, whatever. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just weird. It's hard to watch sometimes. It's not hard in, in the way that I'm like, I'm going to turn this off because I can't take it. It's just like, I don't know what I'm thinking about. <laughs> I want to be thinking about the fight, you know, it's like watching two, two dudes get in there and fight, it's like, oh yeah, oh man, he just needs to, he just needs to, you know, kick his leg over, or whatever, you know, the fucking announcers are saying, giving him, you know, tips or whatever they should do to pull off their next move, it's like, I'm sort of thinking that when I'm watching Dumont, but I'm also thinking just bad things, you know, it's, it, it takes away from the fight. Um, there are some really good-looking UFC women. I'm like, oh, God, please don't get punched in the face. You're so fucking pretty. Who was that fucking... Dudakova. Uh, She's one of the baddest fucking women I've seen. Uh, the one that broke uh, Nunez's fucking arm on accident. She's a fucking man. She does not look like a fighter, you know? <coughs> obviously she is <coughs> excuse me and obviously she pulled it off but yeah i mean she she could do either she could fucking fight or be a goddamn model it's insane and, and that pisses me off too as a man you go on youtube and you, you know trying to learn certain songs and how do they play this and then you come across a video of this banging ass fucking blonde chick with a Fender Stratocaster, with a just huge boobs and a cute face, but on top of it, she's fucking shredding the guitar. I'm like, how fucking un unfair does life have to be, man? <laughs> like, I can play guitar. I'm pretty confident in my guitar playing skills, but I don't look like that. Ain't nobody beating down my door to hear me play guitar, but they will for her. That's not fair. Why is it okay that she gets looks and all the fucking talent? She's fucking hot and she can shred. That's not fair, dude. <laughs> God just gave you more strengths than he gave me. And and on top of it, like I said, I'm good at guitar. I'm pretty confident. But she's better. <laughs> so not only is she better looking, she's better at playing guitar. She's probably better in many areas in her life than I am. It's not fair. She just gets to breeze through life looking like a fucking guitar god angel. And other of us, you know, others of us have to work for it, man. How many bands have I played in that nobody cared about? <laughs> she could do goddamn cover songs and you'd go see her. I know it. 
Shit, I'd go see her. Um, even for songs I don't like. I don't give a fuck. She's hot. Anyways, let's take another drink. How, how far are we in? I think that's nearby hotspot. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's it. Uh, let's finish these off, everybody. I have some people coming over here in a little bit. Uh, we're going to play some games, eat some pizza, have some drinks. Um, you know, just get in a little bit of trouble. Not too much trouble, just a little bit. Just enough to have fun. Cheers, everybody. As always, don't drink and drive. Get a freaking nobody. Get a freaking lift. Um, text DoorDash. They'll bring you some shit. Except on Sunday. You can't get liquor on Sunday, so you're screwed. Or Chick-fil-A. On the Lord's Day, you may not have delicious chicken, and you may not buy booze to get drunk. You may not buy liquor to get drunk. You're fine with beer and wine. <clears throat> That's all you're getting. Bum wine. Mad dog. 2020. <laughs> That'll wreck your fucking Sunday. Just be safe out there, guys. That's all I'm trying to say. Cheers, everybody. Bottoms up. And I will talk to you all next fucking week. Everybody be safe out there. I love you all. Um, talk to you soon. Bye.